Hi friends, happy Wednesday. Welcome to the podcast today. We are so excited to welcome Amy Whittaker onto today's show. Amy is a very well-known Australian dancer, performer and teacher. She's had an incredible career that has ranged from contemporary companies um, such as You Move to hip-hop comedy groups such as uh, Philly Crew. Um, She's had an amazing teaching experience as well and holds a whole range of qualifications. She's the founder of Dance Plus Australia and the designer your career program, but she is also the head of full-time at Eddinghausen's Pro, and we are so excited to have her speaking at Dance Teacher Expo on behalf of Eddinghausen's. So we'd love to welcome her onto today's podcast to chat about what you should know about full-time for your students. Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hello, Amy. Welcome to the podcast. We are so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Amanda. I'm excited to talk to you today. It'd be awesome. So I'm so excited to, you know, hear your take on um, full time um, and, you know, get some learnings that as studio owners, we can um, take back to our students and give them the knowledge because we always have so many kids, you know, that are asking about full time, whether it's right for them, um, you know, whether it's something that they should be looking for. And it's also really hard as studio owners, right, to to know how to guide them in the right direction to the, the full-time course that best suits their needs. So I'd love to have a bit of your take on that. I know that, you know, at the moment, um, you're uh, full-time uh, at head of um, full-time at Eddinghausen's um, and you've got so much experience in the industry. So we're so excited to chat about it. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I love speaking to studio owners about what it looks like for their students transitioning from a season in their life where they go to school all day and then they come and enjoy their afternoon classes, their weekend classes, and how different that looks to what full-time is. And it's something that definitely students get really excited by, um, but do need a bit more support in knowing what that new season of life looks like, Mm. going from dancing after school to dancing 30 hours a week in a full-time program. Like as exciting as it is, it's a lot on their body and their minds. So it's great that they have that studio owners, like the hopefully the people listening are Um, looking to support their dancers through this because they do need the additional support. And what I find really exciting is there's so many beautiful studio owners and teachers out there who become like that dance mum for them or that dance parent for them who can support them because they have an understanding of the dance element. They've seen their growth over years, so they really do know them best. Yeah. Um, And they can also support the family through that decision because sometimes a dancer going to full-time is a family decision Mm -hmm. and it's not just solely about the student. Yeah, I love that so much because I think, you know, there's so much that come into play. And as you said, you know, students, you know, quite often absolutely love doing their after-school dancing at their studio and then it's a matter of knowing whether full-time is the right option for them. So I guess that kind of takes me into – my first question, which are like, what, you know, obviously when you're auditioning kids, you know, you're looking for incredible dance talent, of course, um, but there must be more that you're looking for. What kind of extra things are you looking for at an audition when you're kind of, you know, deciding whether they're, you know, able to do full-time or not? 
Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're absolutely right. Yes, we are looking for talented dancers, but we know, we know if if you're coming into the room, we know you're going to have great dance ability. Mm. But at the end of the day, we're looking to create a cohort of human beings in this program. And what's important to us is that you show us who you are and Mm. you're able to communicate what you want from this program. So coming in and doing the dance classes is important, but a part of our um, audition day at Eddinghausen's is also having a one-on-one chat with everybody. Yep. So what would be a really good idea for students to think about is what they want to get from the program and what they want dance to look like as part of their career choice moving forward. Because some people have big dreams and they know exactly what they want, which is amazing. And others are willing to explore and they're still discovering what they want their dance career to look like or or how dance fits into their life in the future. We have some amazing students, even currently, who are amazing musicians and makeup artists. And they have these additional skills that I get so excited to hear about because it just enhances what they can offer to the dance industry in the future. Mm. So I think if somebody is looking to come on audition for us in particular at Eddinghausen's, um, it would be, yes, we want to see the your best dancing, but we also want to know about you because at Eddinghausen's, you're not just a number in a room. Mm. You are somebody that we value as a valuable member of our performance, like our dance industry in the future. So we want to know about you. Yes, I love that so much. And I guess that kind of goes into like there must be some characteristics you see in certain students that absolutely thrive in full time, right? So, you know, what kind of characteristics is that, um, you know, them being really self-aware? Is it confidence? What kind of characteristics do you feel students that absolutely thrive in a full time program, you know, have, I guess? Mm, I'm so glad you said confidence because that is an absolutely huge one. Mm. Um, So the students that have confidence, it's the confidence to get something wrong and the confidence to pick yourself up and go, okay, that combo was rubbish today. I'm going to give that another go next week. Mm. I'm going to go home and think about that. Or I have the confidence to say to the teacher, could we maybe go over that a couple of times because I didn't understand the first time. So yes, it's confidence in your abilities that you're coming in with, but also the confidence to put your hand up and say, I never learned how to do that. Could you support me through that? Or I'm not actually sure what you mean by that. Can you go through it again? Mm. So it's confidence in their own voice as well. Yes, I love that. And sorry, we're ha- <laughs> we're having a bit of a delay. We're having a bit of an issue, but we're doing our best to push through it. <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah, tell me about the other characteristics. You were going to say the other characteristics you feel are really important um, for those students who really thrive. Is there some others yeah. that you really find? Yeah, definitely. I think it's... Um, Obviously, you're you're here. You're at full time. You're enrolled in this program thirty hours a week. But we know there's a lot of a lot of life that exists outside of the course as well. So the students that we find thrive are the ones who manage their time, find really good support systems outside of the program, so they're not burning the candle at both ends. Mm. Um, we understand that you know some students are supporting themselves financially through the program. Maybe they have you know different layers of their personal life. They actually want to have a social life, which is totally fine for an 18-year-old. Of course you do. Um, they might have quite intense working hours because they're passionate about Um, teaching or they might be working at a bar late into the night. So we know there's other layers. It's the students that prioritize self-care 
Mm. and understand that rest and relaxation is actually a requirement and it's not something that's a luxury once a month that they get to chill out on the beach for 20 minutes. Like Mm. the ones that notice when they're starting to feel sore, tired, over it, exhausted, these are all words I hear from students and my first question to them is, what are you doing for yourself at the moment? And that looks different to everybody, but the ones who know that they need to call mum at home and have a big, long conversation, who know that they just need to go and have a coffee with the best friend on the weekend, the ones that prioritise their self-care thrive when they're here because they've rested, they've recharged and their battery is full. So when they're in the room, they're ready to learn. Yes, I love that so much. And, you know, that's the same with any business or you know for studio owners that are listening it's the same with us right like we need to prioritize our self-care rather (laughs) than be you know absolutely working ourselves to the bone because otherwise you get back in and you don't have that creativity you don't have that enthusiasm if you haven't taken some time away to rest for yourself so it's so important and I love that you're teaching that in your students as well because it it does come across as well Um, amazing so Some other questions I've got for you. Your ultimate dream for all your full-time graduates. What is like, you know, if you were to have 100% success rate, what does that look like for you at Eddinghausen's? Oh, that's a really good question. So success is an interesting word because Mm. success looks completely different to everybody. Yes. So I the priority for the dancers that graduate from our programs, I want them to be happy and I want them to find their own version of success. So if their version of success is they get a cruise ship contract and get to travel the world while dancing, then I would be absolutely beaming for them. And we have had several of our students achieve contracts and I love connecting with them and asking them, oh, where have you been? Oh, you went to Mexico today. How was that? And Oh, you've got sea days. How are you managing that cabin fever on those sea days? And I love connecting in that way. And for other students, it might the success to them might look like um, they do some commercial gigs on the weekends, but they also um, have a passion for teaching and they continue teaching whilst doing dance gigs as well. So it's hard to it's hard to define success in my students as one specific thing. Uh. But I think the overarching thing is they're happy in how dance is a part of their life. Oh, for sure. And I think, you know, full-time can mean different things to different people, right? I've had some students myself who, when I spoke to them about their reasons for doing full-time, it was basically to have a gap year and to really enjoy uh, their, you know, their time. Other people wanted to travel, to grow as a person um, and to learn about themselves and all of those things. And they wanted to do that in a full-time dance course. They didn't have aspirations um, of getting a lot of gigs or, um, you know, getting a contract or anything like that. And I think you just hit the nail on the head, right? It's about them doing what makes them happy at the end of it. Um, yeah, and I have, I've had students that have done full-time with no intentions of getting gigs, they never wanted to do that and just love their experience because it was a great experience for them. And I think, you know, that should be welcomed no matter where you are as well. Absolutely. And you know what, if if it's a student like that who dance looks a little bit different to getting a contract or getting consistent work as a performer themselves, going through that training, they become the most understanding and the best audience and the best support system mm for our dance industry, like how amazing would it be to have people in an audience at a musical or 
at a festival or whatever, looking at these dancers going, I know how hard they have to work to be able to do that. And having that invested interest in dance, that's going to just help our industry thrive because they're going to bring their friend along to a show. They're going to want to support dancers in in whatever way that looks like for them, buying a ticket to a musical or, you know, going to the shows when they're on their cruise ship holiday. Um, So it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, Just having that appreciation. Part in their life, but it's still part of their life. Yeah, for sure. So we know that like a lot of the graduates, um, you know, end up teaching, um, whether that's whilst they're waiting for contracts, whether that's their ultimate goal, um, you know, whatever that does look like for them. You know, do you help prepare them for the teaching world as well at Eddinghausen's and how does that actually look like? Yeah, definitely. So we are a, um, our course is predominantly focused on performing dances, but there are also elements that cross over into teaching. So we Mm -hmm. do touch on teaching a bit during the course. So for example, I teach professional development classes once a week. So I mean, the most simple way to put what I do in my classes, it's all the business side of things. So all the, um, the, you know, how to format your CV on headshots and things like that. So, of course, teaching comes into things that I mentioned in the class. For example, the, um, we're doing a mock audition for an assessment currently and we went through what a CV looks like that mm. you would hand in at a cruise ship audition. And then we also touched on how that would look quite different to a CV that you would hand into a studio when you're looking for a teaching opportunity. So we've touched on that sort of thing. Um, I know our students also get really super inspired by our faculty. So we have a really strong team of regular faculty that support our students on a weekly basis. And a lot of our students who do teach outside when they come and ask a question about how to structure a class or hey I'm going to cover this person's class today how do I teach eight-year-olds lyrical like supporting them through that Mm. it's really nice when they say I really love it when Neil does this in class I really love the way Eden describes this and they learn it's like learning through osmosis almost like yes you just they draw so much from what their teachers are saying how they're demonstrating And I think being in the room as a dancer and experiencing it, hearing the directions, seeing the demonstration and being able to learn from that can assist them in becoming really strong, valuable teachers as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think it can definitely assist that. And I guess something that we see um, a lot as studio owners um, from graduates um, from all programs, I guess, is, um, you know, that's graduates come in they're only 18 they haven't had a lot of teaching experience um you know and yes they've had amazing faculties that they have learned from and things like that but don't have a lot of experience with you know class control class management lesson planning all of those other things you know do you suggest further training for your um graduates you know before they sort of move into that teaching world if it's something that they're really passionate about obviously depending on where their passions lie Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the key word. It's the passion. So Mm. um, if I always ask about their why. So if they are having an interest in teaching, I'd say, okay, what's the motivation behind this? Because I know there's a lot of studio owners out there who would get emails and Facebook messages looking to fill my timetable, looking to make a bit of extra money. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
a big turn off <laughs> for studio owners. Oh, so that kills asking me. them the why, what's motivating you? Is it because you want to share what you've learned with the next generation of dancers? Is it because you have a passion for working with young people? Is it like, what is it that's driving you towards teaching? Mm. Um, we also have amazing support system with our youth division here at Eddinghausen. So Joe Bolden is our head of youth division and um, she supports some of our full-timers who do have a passion for teaching. We have quite a number of our graduated students and current currently studying students working in our youth division and our preschool programs and she helps mentor them through their first years of teaching and it's brilliant she is so knowledgeable and the the whole team the whole youth division faculty are so supportive and they just want to see the students succeed so um, they support each other really beautifully as a faculty so I feel like we do have a strong um connection with the value of being a great teacher because that's what we want from our faculty that teach our full-time program but then we also want to see our students succeed if that is something that they're looking for in their future yeah I love that so much and I think you know it it comes down to that right like um, if they want to be teachers you know if you're offering them more things at the studio you know whether that's mentorship with um, the teachers who teach the junior classes etc you know that's really preparing them for a life of teaching more so than just you know industry classes because yes that's great and we love having teachers that have you know current recent um, industry experience but sometimes we need someone to teach six and unders and they don't need industry experience they just need classroom management and a bit of mentor so the young age 18 year olds, 19, 20 year olds that are coming out of those full time really need that um, guidance and mentorship around, you know, how to teach a plie or whatever it is at that age. <laughs> Absolutely. Even casting their mind back to when they were six, mm. like they're concentrating on, on what they're trying to achieve at 18 years old. And if you just say to them, think about what you were like at six years old, how were your skips? How was your coordination? How was your musicality then? And even just, yeah yeah thinking about that in their minds they're like oh okay maybe I need to readjust that exercise and make it a bit more simple or yes yeah teaching a six-year-old is quite different to teaching the tens for sure most definitely so I love that you're preparing them for that um so how can we as studio owners best prepare our students for full-time if we've got kids that are you know 14 15 16 at the moment that you know are definitely students that we think you know might be wanting full-time in their future how can we as studio owners you know till they get to that um, age where uh, they're finished high school they're ready for full-time how can we support them and, and prepare them the best we can Okay, I have a list. So um, first, (laughs) so I'll talk about in their actual dance classes. So going back to what I said about confidence, it's instilling that confidence that they can stand on their own two feet as an individual and trust trust their voice. Um, trust that they're in the right place at the right time, that they are worthy of going into this next season because I find there's some people that come into our audition room, they're looking at the floor, they're hesitant, and then they'll start to dance. And I think, why are you not confident in yourself? You are a beautiful dancer. You've come here, you've obviously recognized or someone's recognized that this is something that you would that would really benefit you. I just want you to come in and and say, here I am, this is what I have to offer and and I want to enter into this relationship with you guys and and grow as a dancer. So I think um, confidence is a big thing to work on with students. Yep. Um, other things 
in class that you can work on. Um, I find feedback from first term is a lot of students say that picking up Cori quickly is a challenge for them because they are learning, like we have four classes a day. So you might be learning four different combos in one day. And because the faculty might be quite different to what they've had previously, they all teach in different ways. It's a more teacher-centered environment where the teacher teaches the way they want to deliver the information yeah. and the students have to mold and change how they learn from different teachers. So I think not that you have to have guest teachers in all the time. Maybe you do and that's fantastic. If that's not something you do, maybe it's just changing up the way you teach the combos. So maybe one one week you're teaching the combo quite quickly and they have to pick up the routine fast. Or maybe you're picking a piece of music that has a really different time signature to what they're used to. Just so they're used to picking up choreography and hearing information being delivered in different ways yes. so that when they come to full-time and they've got brand new teachers and they're learning things, uh, learning different combos often that they can pick it up with a little bit more confidence. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other thing is physical fitness is is a big thing. And yes, um, I'm sure there's fantastic warm-ups. I'm sure studios are providing brilliant fitness classes, Pilates, yoga, all that sort of stuff. So it's not what you're providing. That's great. But it's encouraging the students to understand what specifically their body needs and how to take the information you're providing and get them to do that outside of the studio space. So once they've enrolled in their full-time program, you get to sort of ending the summer holidays before they start their course. And at the end of January, they're thinking, okay, I know that I need to work on my core control. I know that I need to work on my upper body strength. I know that I need to work on my glutes, whatever it, whatever that looks like yes, for them, yeah. that they have the tools in their tool belt to go, I know how to make myself physically fit so I'm ready to take on this mm. next challenge. Um, yeah, so that might be supporting them with, um, you know, if you do the same ab combo, saying like, okay, this is why we're doing this and these are the muscles that we're strengthening at the moment or this mm. is this is the muscle group that we're working on for better flexibility and actually giving them the information they need and the drive that they need to do it on their own. Yeah, for sure. And so would you see that um, for some studios as an external program that you would suggest for kids that are interested just in full-time, you know, whether that's going to see a personal trainer or whatever that looks like, is that something you would usually recommend as they're getting close to that kind of age? Yeah, I mean, fitness looks different for everybody because yes. everyone's got different needs and everybody like um, – likes to take on fitness in a different way. So mm -hmm. I know for myself, I love group classes. So I'll, I'm quite happy to go to a Pilates class or a yoga class or something like that, because that's where I feel like I can be motivated by other people around me. That's how I get information a lot easier by somebody standing out the front and demonstrating. I'm a very visual learner. So that might resonate with some students, but other students might need that more one-on-one -on -one attention. So yeah, a personal trainer might be great. Mm. But I don't want any owner or teacher to devalue what they know and what they're offering in their in their regular classes. Like your 15-minute, 20-minute warm-up that you're doing at the beginning of a jazz class is so valuable. It, it might just be that 20 minutes that you can say to your students, I'm giving you this warm-up is really valuable. If you work on this couple of times a week during the school holidays, if you just pop the music on and do this that you've been doing with me for several years – 
then that's really going to help you I love that. feel ready for full time. Yeah, I love that so much. And, you know, you talked, um, spoke a little bit on, um, you know, being ready to pick up Cory really quickly and all of those things. Do you recommend that they're, you know, for example, if they're from a regional studio that they're getting up and um, and they don't have, you know, open classes at their studio or they don't have a lot of guest teachers, that they're getting up and, um, you know, doing workshops, going to ADF, those kind of things. Is that something that you think is um, important to kind of make their way to the city to do those, have those opportunities um, as they're kind of preparing for full time? Oh, I think any opportunity to get out in the industry and meet new people and work with different teachers is, is amazing. Mm. Um, I know that's sometimes not accessible to everybody yes. for financial reasons or where you live or anything like that. So if it is accessible to you and, and you do have the capacity to join those sort of things, then absolutely. If there's a workshop with a teacher that you would love to learn from, definitely get in there because it's going to help your dancing, but it's also going to help you connect with other like-minded people who are as passionate about dance as you are. Yes. And who knows, they might be the people standing next to you here at any houses in full time and you go, oh, I feel so comfortable now because I met that person at, you know, South Australian Dance Festival or, you know, there's so many great workshops and conventions and things like that mm. that you might stand there and go, I'm the only one from my studio that came here to full time, but I know five or six other people because I went and took that workshop. Yes, I love that. So it's so a human much. connection as well as improving it. Yeah. And yeah. that's going to improve their confidence when they step into the classroom as well, right? When they, you know, feel like they know people, you know, it's going to give them all those tools, which is so, so important. So to finish off, tell me why do you love what Eddinghausen's do? What sets you apart from, you know, what you believe everybody else does? Why do you think what you do is so special? Oh, there's so many things. Okay. Um, I'll try and keep it concise. I think my favorite part of my job, because previously I was head of training and assessment. So throughout my work here at Eddinghausen's, I've always worked really closely with the students. And that's the my favorite part of what Natalie Eddinghausen's has facilitated for me and for our team is that we get to know the students on a personal level. We find the human side of them as well as the dancer, the singer, the actor, the acrobat, all the other things that they bring to the course. And um, I, th I think what sets us apart is that we're valuing the students for absolutely everything that they have to bring. We're not just solely looking at them as the dancer. We appreciate their abilities to make a costume or design a costume, to have their makeup skills, their um, playing a musical instrument. We look at those and go, how can we support this student with all they have to bring? Yes, amazing. Um, yeah. It's exciting. It's, it's super it, exciting. It, it, yeah. It's such a no new journey for them. We're talking over the top of each other. You're going to have to excuse us to our listeners. We're having a shocker because our internet's terrible for some reason today. But, yeah, I think it's so exciting. I think there's so much, um, you know, positivity and it's such a new season for them when they move into full time. It's such an exciting part of their life and a memorable part of their life. Um, and I love that you're doing everything you guys can at Eddinghausen's to support that journey um, and give them an incredible, um, you know, time, whether it's a year or two years or three years that they're with you. Um, um, you know, to give them the absolute best experience they possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really exciting job and it's uh, like the cohort we have this year is so special and we're so excited to audition for next year and just see who's out there and 
we just love working with dancers who are passionate about what they do and and we're equally as passionate so amazing that's so so special well we cannot wait to have amy speak at um, dance teacher expo amy's going to be giving some incredible tips um and going into a bit more detail on how we can best prepare our students um for full-time um in our studios as we're kind of getting them ready for that so i cannot wait to have you at expo thank you so much for joining us today amy Thanks so much. I'm super excited for Expo. Can't wait to to be there. And you guys have done so much. I so appreciate this event and I appreciate the time today. So amazing. Thank you so much again. Cannot wait to see you on the podcast next week. 